0: Mooers are being banned, and we're alive and well outside of the uh, Gulf States.
1: We have not lost our broadcasting jobs, no contrary yet, yes. to the news of today yes, or yesterday, exactly. rather. Google it.
0: Um, welcome into Calling the Audible, Eagle, Iggy, and your truly, MoCon. PC is off this week. He will be back next week. In fact, we're going to have a little rotation of cast of characters here. Coming up, yeah. Yeah, I won't be here in a fortnight's time. Uh, Montreal Lions obligations, duties, so it'll be U and P's in two weeks, it'll be P's and I next week and that's where we start seeing different uh, voices faces, yeah faces as we get towards the uh, final weeks of games, you know where now holy crap, <laughs> that was a different face, I'm trying
1: different, different settings so I always find you a little bit blurry and so I was like oh, what's the enable HDR button do do it. this, oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'm hot,
0: he looks like uh, he looks like a tanned uh, Guido, uh, Guido from New Jersey <laughs> Guido? Guido, Guido you look like Hellboy <laughs> Hello. Yeah. From hell. Can you add, add, like, fire around him or something? Uh,
1: I mean, yes, but not in this exact moment. Looks but like, I can do you know, it. Yeah. You
2: know what it looks like? It looks like I had a bag of Cheetos and just, like, rubbed it all over my arms it's and true.
0: face.
1: If that's exactly what
0: it looks like. <laughs> it kind of does. It looks like you have like a good Now I'm frozen. Now I know.
1: I'm, I'm looking for other settings that I can toy with yeah. that screw now with now you. it's
0: just frozen Iggy. Frozen Iggy. That's probably the best thing we've had all season long. That's okay. true. No. Um all right. Uh we are now into week seven. We we're wrapping up week six. Uh a few things to announce. As always, please check your rosters because we are at a point of the season where we we're past a five game mark required. Some have played seven games, some most have played six. There's one or two still straggling on at five games played but three or four. Yeah, three or four. This little <laughs> Poseidon's Kiss is yeah. still at three or four. But um please check your rosters. Uh how how like whatever number of teams you're on. If you're on two, three, whatever it is, please check your rosters. Because we run into the same situation in week 11 of the season where emails are robust and they come in in droves and people essentially, hey, my guy played week three. Well, who has that guy? Blah, blah, blah. And also your Nike orders. Um, it, is, it has arrived. Um, so please check in with the league if it's been received and we can arrange for it to be brought to you at the field. In the coming week or two, I do have some stuff here that I will give to those who I will yep. see in the next day or so. We'll
1: also be reaching out to players, but if you ordered something and you're going to
0: be at a field, one of these two buffoons will bring you your order. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, with a smile on our, on our face as well. And also, again, please double check uh, Eagle, if you don't mind showing the website, uh, the page of the dates for the finals so everyone knows what is going on. As you see right there, it is the. Link to go in and check out when your finals will be. The playoff dates are set, ready to roll. You scroll down, you see the number of teams that qualify per division. And here are the dates of when your games will be. Yeah. So please schedule. I know we have a bunch during construction holiday weekend, or week, that is. It's a wonderful end of, yeah. end of uh, summer over here. But check it out and make sure you schedule around what you have for those dates locked in.
1: And if you're wondering where the games are, Here's the breakdown of that, too.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, Mary Vic, Laval, Brossard, and Papineau, Stade de Montréal. So, uh, Again,
1: Laval is outdoors, not out of rotation. Yeah, someone <laughs> wrote out. So Not me. Let me tell you. I see the questions that come into our chat sometimes. Yeah. And, oh, boy.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I asked last week. Like People say, like, Laval out. What? Laval's out. It's out. It's, it's out, out, out of play. It's out of play, indeed. So, okay. So, orders, orders, please check in with the league. Um, check out your games played and also the f- – Playoff schedule is set, ready to roll on the league website main page as well. Mo, the pennies. Oh, yes, yes. What's the rule
2: for clarification? You know, not everyone's familiar with it. Some people show up to the field. Maybe they're a pink jersey team, and they know the other team is pink, and maybe they say, screw it, we're not going to bring our pink shirts. The scorekeepers have pennies. Uh Break it down for us how that works. Okay, so very, S- very
0: simple here. If Team A and Team B have the same color uniform, the pennies will be given to the visiting team. Now, if you decide to show up and be like, hey, I need mean pennies, well, what, what happened? Well, guys are missing shirts. Uh-uh, not going to work. That's your responsibility. We give you a two-week window to get yourself proper uniforms, same colored uniforms, or within the same shade uh, department of the area that you're from. If you can't do that, then that's on you. And I had a, a situation on Monday with the team, where two of the players uh, had white shirts and they had bright, bright green uniforms, toxic yep. green, toxic. green. And uh, the team captain said, "We're going to forfeit the game if we cannot play with what we have." I go, that's well, not you, my problem. You can play, you can play, but ain't my problem, bro.
2: You're just not going to get the game played and the stats for the players that are not yeah. showing up in with or yeah. are, that are showing up in uniform violations. So. In other words, with the pennies, it doesn't matter whether we give you pennies or not. If that goes towards your games played and your stats, it matters what you brought to the field.
0: That's it. It's like showing up. It's an exam without a calculator. You think someone's going to be calculator at the exam room?
1: I mean, let's be real. If you're playing in, like, even a hockey beer league, you're supposed to have the same jerseys, right? Well, and usually you get the super fancy ones that are all printed, same colors, etc. There's a lot more that goes into it. All we're asking is have a shirt of the same color with a number. It's not that complicated. You can get, like, old-school Montreal Canadiens players at Sport Exports on liquidation for 5 bucks, and just have a team of that. That's happened multiple times. Just do that yeah. and have a red set and a blue set. Problem solved.
0: And furthermore, um, when it comes to numbers, no. no taped numbers, no marker numbers. It has to be clear and visible, like you have a press-on number that you get at X or a hockey arena or whatever it is. Simple as that, guys. Okay? So, anyway. And, oh, FYI, just one more thing. And this is something that there's always a loophole to it. Sometimes the teams will show up, right, and say Iggy hey, he doesn't have a number. But guess what? We, we have to wear pennies. Well, guess what? You showed up with that number anyways. You know, you're know you not going to get the game played for or the stats, that's, even if you're giving pennies. That's why I
2: said. The, the simplest way to think about it is the penny, whether we give you pennies or not, it doesn't matter. It matters what you show up Did to. you come prepared to play that game to Correct. get a game played? It's what did you bring to the field, and that's how you get determined whether you get the game played or exactly. not. Exactly.
0: Okay, let's dive into it. Um, Division E. Division E will open up with this here. Um, A lot going on division here. Uh, Our boys, the pasta boys, uh, these guys have been in fuego. They have been proving doubters wrong. They took um, the Jason LeClaire-led team to Uh, the distance. Yeah, and and Papino on Monday. and Well, then on Papino Monday, they took out FSU, albeit though FSU was a bit under man in terms of the roster who was available for them. We're also getting a yeah. game of the week, right, that's coming up soon. This was the that's teaser right, for yeah. it. Teaser over yeah. here, as you can see. Yeah, look at our boy, the two-way yeah. player, the two-way award. Joe Margazi, two-way award uh, over there. Uh, so, okay. Look at that, uh,
2: Joe Urlacher here uh, yeah. making plays yeah, yeah. Uh, on both sides yeah, of the look ball. At, look at, look at man in the middle right there, 89. He's, look at com- communicating to his monsters team.
0: Monsters the midway over there, you know? Look at the quarterback right here. Look, look, at <laughs> look at this fluke play. Look <laughs> at oh, this fluke play. It, it was designed that way. Design play. D- <laughs> look at that fluke play. You know, uh, here's a run. The quarterback went 15-17, by the way.
2: 15-17. of 17. That is for... He doesn't complete many. There's one of here. the incompletions. <laughs> <Yeah>. Technically uh, <laughs> complete.
0: Yes. Uh, he had two INTs. Those are the two incompletions. That's... That's,
2: that's
1: actually really impressive.
2: For, for Carmelo, yeah. The, uh, Giovanni, yeah. that's actually really Im- impressive. Nice especially nice not shot. coming... Yeah especially not uh, having played many games this season, not being the full-time uh, QB for uh, the spicy boys. Yeah, uh, Joe Urlacher here.
0: But look at him come. Uh, Boom. <laughs> Coming in. the Thump. A downhill thumper he is, man. He's like uh, he's like the white version of LeVon Kirkland. And for those of who know who LeVon Kirkland, is, Google you're, LeVon Kirkland. You're, you're dating yourself there, Mo. I'm saying this. Look up LeVon Kirkland. How is dating yourself? It's great, man. Yeah. Uh, I know what I want. <laughs> okay, I, I All right. know, I'm a first. I'm not a first date kisser. We're good. Okay, so the Pasta boy's you're not a first date kisser. What am I are supposed uh, to mean? Sorry, I'm lying. You know what? Uh, we had a few kisses at the, the at the Seva. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, um, the Pasta boys. Um, are they earning the respect of Division E given what they've done the last couple of games here, right. uh, taking out FSU? and uh, the fighting Jason LeClaire, which they lost by a couple of points at the Vic. Yeah, exactly. One and point. And I'm referring to not you 2 So they have definitely played well, and now they're in a position where they're kind of creeping up into the, – they're in the top ten, but they're creeping up into the top five perhaps if they can win out their a lot of games.
2: Yeah, so Joe came up to me on Sunday morning and said, Well bro, uh, how come you're not talking about us? Uh, we beat this uh, cover three inches long, who are what? Now they're six and one now. We uh, we beat them thirty-two nothing, bro. Uh, you're not giving us the respect and the time. Well here's here's the respect, here's the time, Joe. Uh look, yeah, that was actually a really impressive uh thirty-two nothing victory uh over a pretty decent uh six and one squad in cover three inches long in division D uh, E. Um yeah, I see them as uh even though they're slotted right now in the in the seventh seed. I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking at this wrong. Where are they? They're in the uh seed. Ten, ten,
1: technically tied for ninth, but y-
2: yeah. yeah, fair. I still see them in I see them more in the top seven. Uh I see them being very competitive with a team like Meat Lovers. They have more experience than them. Um I think they can battle it out with Houday, uh probably come out. Winning that game on converts or maybe one score, so I see them as a top seven team. Do you think they're a top five?
0: Uh, To be determined. Uh, The defense can play very well. Yeah, I worry about the quarterback play. Um, Again, we we saw a sample of what Carmelo DiGiovanni did on uh, Monday, and then you got Nick DeLisi, who's hurt right now and could be back in a few weeks, depending on how his uh, injury heals up. Um, Both quarterbacks are not the. they're not going to be um, Patrick Mahomes out there. You don't need to be in Division E though. No, but but you need to score points, Iggs. and sure. And the problem is with this team is that they're de- they they play off the emotion of their defense, which is fine, and they they come up with big plays, which is fine. But there's gonna be a game or two where the defense is not gonna make a big play. They're not gonna come up with an interception. They're not gonna um, have a big sack. Already this year, Iggs, I believe, that 59 tees. Uh, through six seven games, that's
2: really really impressive. That's actually.
0: massive, right? So there's gonna be games where they're not gonna get it. An INT and in that game that does not result in a turnover, which gives them a free possession. Does the quarterback play come up big? So do you think is that that that
2: game is in the regular season or it's a playoff game? Because I don't see it in the regular season. Ramfin, Timberwolves, show me them TDs and uh, and Satria. Yeah, they, they
0: can run it. They can run it and be eight and two. Yeah, but I don't know if they're if they're gonna be. Um, they 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 might be uh, there might be a few holes to the eight and two, right? You know, like when we go into plus, like yeah, this we're circling these teams as being eight and two. Like yeah, they're they're legit. They may not be that threatening eight and two team. I can see the game you're talking
2: about being perhaps a semifinal game, where you're now down to the top, the best four in the division. Which are they? they the, are they the best four? I think I I could see them making the semifinals. They they would squeak out a win in the quarterfinals to make it to the semis. And then I think that's where you would see the offense not being able to put up the P's uh golden number of uh five touchdowns on the board. brother, have we uh confirmed the playoff format for E? For E? Yeah. Yeah. For E it is. Okay, just making sure. For some of the others, no. I am an,
0: Yeah I'm very busy. Yeah, I know you are. Okay, so look. Um have we confirmed the uh, confirmed it though? Why not? It's uh you you what are you seeing right now? Playoff breakdown. Look at the playoff breakdown for Division E. That's the number of teams that's qualifying.
2: Yes, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of teams sense. are making it, yes. Okay. Uh Nope. <laughs> Oh no no <laughs> no! He's looking at the division standings, which I'm um, he, which I is re- correct by the way. Yes, twenty out of twenty two. But if you click the yes,
1: playoff yes. breakdown, yes, yes, it it's a yes,
2: spring yes. twenty two, Iggy. There you, there you go. I told you
1: about this three
0: weeks ago. Yes, I Iggy. told,
2: and I just said I've been very busy. Yes.
0: Okay. So sixteen of twenty two qualify for the playoffs. Nope. Twenty of 22. twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Right. Yes. So twenty. Like right now, they they're in the middle of the pack. And okay. by the end of it, they probably will be top seven, top six. But I don't know if I'm putting my full effort in them as being a favorite to win Division E. Like, are you taking them over? Uh, like, if they played FSU, fully loaded FSU. Do you take them over them? Probably not. Hail Marty's probably not. Cover three inch long, inches long. No, Mink FT? They just beat them 32 to nothing. Okay, fine. Okay, Minkia, I'm I'm taking them over Minkia. Yeah, I take them over Minkia. Prime time. Yeah. Be close. Not not you two. I don't think so. Uh, not u two's weird. They're a very strange group. Meat lovers? I think I think they're meat lovers. Yeah. Who they, like I said, one w- no. went, went to two points they, or There's a three possession. in the top ten they'll beat right now, convincedly.
2: So, three. They're the fourth team. Therefore, they could make the well, semifinals and right be now. in the top four.
0: They're ten, right? There's yeah. nine above them. So, that means a third of this top ten they can beat.
2: I don't know. You're worried about the offense, but I see 195 points in six games. Who they, score those,
0: who they score those points against, though? Remember, they had a sixty nothing forfeit win as oh, well. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, so, so, so really, minus the sixty points, that means they've had what one hundred thirty five points through six games. So you do the mo- math through five games. So you do the mathematics of what one uh, forty five, one thirty five. So that is uh, twenty seven points per game. It's four touchdowns. Yeah, it, it, blow, and blow you the need easy mark.
2: Yes, for that semifinal game where you're a top four team. And that's exactly what I just said. I think they can squeak one out in a quarterfinal, where you're probably squeaking one out with three or four TDs, which is what they're averaging. And then they're going to struggle to score that fifth touchdown to take them over the edge to get them into the finals. I don't think so.
0: Okay, I don't think so. we'll find out though. But uh, it's fascinating. They, they, like, they the last couple of games they've earned their stripe or stripes. Hmm? Well, they've earned one just stripe. one stripe. Yeah, I guess FSU, and then they could beat not you two. Okay, if they beat not you two. They would have earned their stripes. Okay. So in the one loss category that we have, FSU, Martys, Cover Three Inches Long, Minka FT, and Meat Lovers, confidence is lacking in who? I I've seen
2: Cover Three Inches Long. I'm not too too worried about them as more I, or as much as I'm worried more about Minka FT um they played uh, again last night. Uh, at Brosser, I believe on uh, field two there in that middle field. Uh, they came out to a 26 uh, 26 tie with meat lovers. I think that's more or less their their competition level. I thought thought they could have won that one. Um, but it just again, 26 points against a team that you're you know you're missing that fifth touchdown and I'm not sure that they can score on that clip right now. And that's what worries about me um, in in Minkia. Uh, that's that's my team that I'm a little worried about.
0: So you mentioned cover three inches long. I've scored kept a couple of the games this year. Um, yeah. Not not the most sexiest team out there when it comes to the offensive uh, genius that they have. Um, uh, Fab Tremblay has been good. I mean, yep. he, he doesn't look like a Russian quarterback, but he has run the ball yep. quite efficiently here. The defense is what carries them. Mm-hmm. The team that I'm worried about is Meat Lovers. I am not thoroughly convinced by their efforts so far. Uh, they're 4-1 and 2. Um, I wonder if they can kind of maintain their focus here. They've had lapses at times here. Manny Bezogius is, is a decent quarterback. Uh, he still is erratic at times for some bad yeah. INTs that yeah. he's throwing this season. And, you know, they got not you 2 coming up, right, on Sunday in Laval, And that's going to be our true test to seeing how mature he is as a quarterback if he's able to make those throws. I think they could run it afterwards against Texas Choochers. In primetime, they should run it. Yeah. So the, only, like, the reality is, the good news is that they're going to the playoffs, but the bad news is that they only have three more games left. So if they went at the lot, it should solidify them as a top-four team. But if they lose one or even two, they might be on the outside of the top five and now probably somewhere between six and ten going towards the playoffs. So I said this with Eagles team, and we'll get there in co-ed, but this
2: is now a season and a half at quarterback for uh, Manny Bezogias. I think this is the moment in the season where he should turn the corner to see whether he's really developing mm-hmm. or he's going to flatline. Mm-hmm. Especially against not U2. Not u 2s like I said very briefly, a very strange team. There's super heavy, top-loaded front-end talent. Yeah. And then there's players that have absolutely no idea what they're doing on the field. So if he can game plan... Around a team like not you two, he should be able to score six touchdowns. Now, he's it, the game can also get away from him. Like you said, if he makes those erratic throws, makes uh, costly uh, and poor decisions, that he can end up going three touchdowns with four interceptions. So this game is is actually a really pivotal game for me, in my opinion, of Manny Bazogis's really development as a quarterback it's a stepping stone of is he going to turn that corner and become a division d and a perhaps division c quarterback in in 2 or 3 years time or is he going to stay around here in the divisions 5 and 6 and div e
0: i don't know if he's ready to make that leap yet i think it's a good test for him in facing a very uh tenacious defense that he'll go up against on sunday um, but Meat Lovers, again, they just don't – they lack the dynamism, the cutting edge required to really be prolific as an offense. I know they have one loss, two ties, and four wins. But three games left here, I, they have to win two of the final three. Yes. Just to kind of keep themselves in yeah. that top yeah, sure. five conversation. Yeah. And even at that, I'm not too sure because, you know, there's some teams yeah. that two have teams, ties, two. two ties. And then and if they win out the three, then I think they're in firm position to be the top five. But if they lose one, yeah, I think they can get away with it. If they lose two, they're not going to be a top five team. Uh, moving forward as well. So, I think there's some fascinating things to happen here, but uh, yep. we'll see how this plays out moving forward. So, look, you know, we look at Division E, we talk about quarterbacks, but who are the most important non QBs in this division? I got a bunch.
2: That was uh, an interesting way of phrasing it. Are you are, okay? So, you're stressing that quarterback is usually a make or break for a team. So, you want to see like who Who's are the impact
0: yeah defensive player could be well, more receiver. let me let
1: me ask the question differently here so other than the quarterback position let's start with that first yeah. which other position is the most important in division E specifically because we know in different divisions you can make an argument for different positions are stronger than others mm-hmm. the blah 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 so division E specifically what do you think is the the next most important position and of that
2: grouping which players play that position the best Mine's not It's. – I'm not really answering the question, but that's what I'm here to do. To me, it's It's not having a wide receiver one. There are several teams that have that. That's not quite enough. I think you need to have three, re- be rece- three receivers deep in Division E. That's what really defenses can't handle is when you have three – at least three main targets that can – either juke you, beat you down speed uh, downfield with speed, uh just catch everything and, and, and uh move the cones, so to speak, and flag. Um to me it's having
0: three really great wide receivers. I think having one dynamic receiver that's gonna be the focus helps everyone else. But I think having a pass rusher in this in this division is massive. True. Because yep. you can really blow up plays and really bleep up uh yeah. like the offense whole and march and yeah. offense and all that. If you have a pass rusher that can screw up, like a five-yard loss in, sorry, big your pardon, a a, a, a five-yard loss in Division E sack is a lot. Is equivalent to like losing ten yards. In, because in, he's, in, he's, yeah. yeah, you know, because it's just, yeah. it's just bad, right? Yeah, just negative
2: yards in general, and and the fact that there are so many running quarterbacks or or more of them in the lower divisions. I think actually you're right, Mo. Uh, having a, a, a pass rusher. A really good one can really stifle and and stymie uh, offenses. I I think
1: there's an interesting conversation to be made around, like you mentioned, Iggy, right? If you have your WR1 who's dominating, you can feed him the ball. And the only way to stop him is to either try and high-low or have a better one-on-one matchup, right? And basically just take that guy away, which takes a full team effort to do that versus if you have a very good pass rush, it makes the rest of your what could arguably be a mediocre defense look phenomenal because yep. of the pressure they're putting on it, yep, right? right? So balls that would normally be completed are suddenly interceptions because the ball's out when it shouldn't be. It's under pressure, duress, rolling, blah, 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 Off you know, your front, back foot, foot yeah. etc. So I think that's where—and you're going to see this more as you go up in divisions where the rusher becomes more and more dominant yep. on the defensive side. But there's also a point where the rusher becomes completely obsolete, and then it just becomes gambling on plays. So there's like this weird, can I d- describe it as like a standard deviation curve type of thing? Where once you start getting to about the mid divisions, mm-hmm. the rushers kind of climax, I guess, yeah. in terms yeah. of their efficiency, and then it just comes down to like basically like having, uh, like you said, a well-rounded offense that you can distribute the ball to, so the defense has to gamble every play.
0: So like for me, the most important yeah. non-quarterbacks in this in this division, Alessio Murrow, a primetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's had a fabulous season this year, uh, playing both ways. Uh, he opens up a lot of avenues for that primetime offense. Um, I look at another guy, too. Uh, l- you know, and this guy may not get the the full credit here. William Stagan, uh, th- cover three inches long. Yes, yeah. Again, yeah. It's, not, it's not a dynamic offense, but what he does when he gets the ball in his hands is that he just gets touchdowns. He gets yards after catch here. And, you know, those are the two guys I watch out for on defense in terms of what, what it is overall here. I mean, look. Uh, Caden Dewey Hall, we know already. We know him very yeah. well. His family's very well-known in this league here. Joe Morghese is very good. But the guy that I like to put the um, the attention towards and how they played this year overall <laughs> mm-hmm. is Ricardo Oliva of of the Hot Pasta Boys, right? right? This is a guy who has had a wonderful season so far, six INTs. He's a really good cover corner, and I think he's a, an important non-quarterback in this division. <laughs> Thank you, Eagle. jeez. Got some uh, breeze
2: down there. Thank you. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it, though. That was
0: a very breezy moment. Mo asked for it. I know. Mo asked for me to... uh, uh, (laughs) I'm not not going to say what I was going to say. It was like like a swamp land in here. Uh, You're not (laughs) best quarterbacks. Um, You know, to your point, uh, or, or at
2: least counter to your point. One, one counter to your point and one to your point. Uh, you'd think that Raf Morelli of Satrial would be that such a difference maker at rush. Yeah. Yet Satrial are struggling uh, in Division E. Um, so that's the counter your point. But uh, Massimo Rosati uh, of uh, of Prime time, he he joins. Primetime in Division E, where in the winter season, uh, he played with the Royals. Right. Uh, he, he was a menace um, accumulating 15 sacks in the winter season in 10 games. Or, through 6 games, he already has 13 sacks, leading the Division uh, E. Uh, that would be one for me on the defensive side. Offensively, uh, like I said, the ball distribution on Hale Marty's, uh, there's so many weapons that it can go to, but Brandon Vickers, obviously yeah. leading receiver here with 14 TDs, uh, and he's number two in yards in three with 341. Uh, Brandon Vickers for me is, uh, is one of those higher level, uh, and my god, is his rating 55 55? Like, he's been. Playing maybe just right under that fifty-five, sixty-five. Yeah. Uh, so a ridiculous rating uh, for someone that's played now, you know, in Division C, uh, Division Four, and and has that middle division experience, playing at a higher pace, where he brings that uh, that speed, that knowledge to the game, where uh, it's really a safety blanket for uh, for Marty Friedman. Yeah,
0: I think there's some key non quarterbacks that will be huge in the playoffs here, and. Um as you said, there's going to be a quarterback, maybe from a fairy team that doesn't play well, that requires the help from the other parts of the of the machine to make up some plays here. So I think that will happen for them. But I think this is a fascinating thing for Division E because that's that's where you start growing yourself and spreading your wings as a quarterback or as a player in this division or moving up towards the Division E's or in Division D's and five A's and five B's and all that stuff that comes with it. All right, on to Coed two and three. Yeah, Coed. Cool. Um. The four-win team in co 2. So you have the IG team, Pick 6, Vultures, Kiss My End Zones, and Deep Balls. All have four wins. So you're kissing both end zones? Yes, I am. Okay. Just to be clear. Yes. Um, who among those four-win teams will get second place? Um,
2: I've looked at the schedule. Uh, Kiss My End Zone played Deep Balls. I think the winner of that game uh, is in prime position to uh, to get that second seed. Uh, again, I without knowing if IG team have already played uh, deep balls, we can just check that real quick.
0: But uh, uh, IG team has not played deep balls yet. Okay, but uh, they did. They did beat Fit Squad though. Deep balls. Deep balls did yes correct. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, looking really quickly at IG Team's uh, remaining schedule, they can run the table. They can go um, 8, what are they, 8? Uh, they would go 8-1-1. One, and one. Uh, So I still think it's, it's the winner of Kiss My End Zone Deep Balls uh, can, can get that, uh, that second. No, I'll say, no. Sorry, that didn't make sense. If Kiss My End Zone wins the game against Deep Balls, I think they can get the second seed. If not, if they lose, I think IG Team gets the second seed.
1: Are uh, any of the teams at risk of dropping out of playoffs? No, I think I think of the the four,
0: of win, the teams four or? win teams. Four win teams, yeah. No, I don't, I don't no. think so. No, no, no. no I, I think no, they're, no, they're 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 firmly uh, entrenched as a yes. as five, if not higher. Yes. Uh, okay, so look, Vultures might have an issue. Yeah. Uh, with injuries, right? Uh, Rochelle Valier is hurt, and we don't know what the situation is with her moving da-na-na, forward. Da-na-na. And that's a big loss. For how we're, for who knows how long, right? If she is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could hurt their their depth for the female content. Oh, big time! You know, big time. She's is she? She's one of the top three female players in the division. Yeah, is she not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, deep balls I've watched they've grown tremendously. Yeah, their their biggest issue is going to be quarterback play and being consistent with the quarterback play. Quarterback play yeah. being consistent with the quarterback play. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. putting Trent Dilfer right there. Okay. Uh being that. I uh, kiss my end zone. Yeah. Iggy. Yes. Young Iggy. <laughs> you've had a very uh turbulent start to the season.
2: Uh turbulent start yeah to the season. Uh we're starting to gel now. Um and yeah, it's just uh you know, since when was the loss? Oh no, the Fifth Squad. Fifth Squad, yeah, uh, instead of Montreal. They're a good they're a good team. Obviously they're in first place for a reason. Um, but them taking a loss to uh to Piz de la Delarees in uh in never too late team. Now uh William Rual wasn't there. So that was uh that made a big difference of course uh in the number of points that were put up on the yeah. board. Um, are they still a number one seed? No.
0: No? No, I think the yeah. squad's in trouble. Okay. I think they're, they are lucky that they so beat you guys because they would have been at three losses. Right. And now so they don't, don't really control their fate because, again, if they went out, they can finish with 16 points. Uh, example, Pig 6 or IG team, they both have four games left. If they went out, they yeah. can jump them for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, v- so they don't pick really your control so pick your top two. Um, we'll if, change the question if, for you. If we're going to go top two here, I think IG team is in there. Yeah. And I would put in a close finish, kiss my end zone. I th- you're right. You guys are starting to pick it up the pace here than before. And I just think Fit Squad has a little bit of holes in their in their road that needs to be repaired before they start moving forward here. So I think that's where the like, Vultures might drop a little bit because of the Valier injury. Yeah, Deep Balls, I think, is sort of on the outside looking in. Where they they're good, but if they're, it's all match with I mean, the them. yeah, a little year, bit. Year. Uh, you you guys spoke about that. Yeah. I, I tend to to agree with that. Yeah, so I think that's yeah. the situation right now for 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 the top two, if not number two seed as a whole, as well. Um, okay, so yeah. Fit Squad, right? We talked about the rookies. Uh, can the rookies pull off the upset against Fit Squad, or can they bounce back Fit Squad after taking the loss to PZ Deluizzi?
2: So. If William Benoit's not there, I think the rookies can pull off the upset. Uh, and you know, I, I, as we were saying with Fit Squad, looking at that the standings, they they have the most points for. They they've kind of outscore their their any any problem or any adversity that that comes their way, mm-hmm. which is which is a great attribute in flag. By the way, it's I'm not saying that as a disparity or anything. That is a good attribute to have as a flag football team. Um, but if um, if David Michaud has to go in at quarterback, I think that gives Cedric Modis, quarterback of the rookies, the ability to go score for score in a game uh, with fit squad. So yeah, if, uh, but if Bruit is there, I think they can put up 40 points. Whereas rookies, I think their max uh, cap that they can, they can reach in a game is about 30 to 32 points.
0: So, Fit squad is one and two in outdoor games this year. Hey, trending here
2: is uh, trend. Uh, weather, are we getting weather analysis, like FPF deep dive well, weather it's analysis? It's a big difference
0: because Laval is a little bit smaller field. and they, need, they, need a, they're, they're, they excel in the standard fields that we have for FPF. So
2: quiz for Eagle. Eagle, you played at Laval. Yes. You played at Matty Victorin this Monday. Was that your first time? No, it was no. not your first time. Which field is wider? Madi Victorin or Laval. Laval. They are the exact same width, thirty four yards each. Laval is just shorter. It's about thirty two yards instead right. of it a true forty yard end zone. And Madi Vic is about thirty eight, thirty nine. It's very close to forty. Yeah. It's just so it makes the appearance makes it seem like it's much, much, much wider, but
0: it's they're actually the same width. Interesting. So, yeah. So like, I I think I'm not saying they're, they're – it's like, you know, that classic dome weather team, the dome quarterback team. Oh, they can't play in outdoor weather. <laughs> yeah. Kirk uh, Cousins. Yeah, you type? know, that type of thing. Nothing like that. But it's fascinating that they, they don't really play well outdoors. Hmm. I mean, they have trouble against deep balls outdoors. Yep. Uh, they beat Beeftons, which was expected outdoors. Yep. And then they barely uh, – I mean, the loss and never too late peas, by seven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. they got two more outdoor games left. they play uh, the rookies, as you mentioned before, and they will play pick six last game. That could of, be tricky for them. Yeah, that 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 could, maybe, that could that's a trap game. Yeah, that could that could determine their playoff fate if they move ahead here. So I just think that they may not be as as jovial in terms of their belief that they can be a number one team because again they do have some issues within that team. Um in Coet Two, who's most likely to win two way play of the year amongst Jinsley Lee François Rochelot, Luca Canville, and Benny McMahon, not McMahon. <laughs> So I, someone changed that. I didn't do it.
2: Yeah. I didn't do it. I, didn't. I actually didn't do it. McMombe.
0: I, I, I didn't do that either, but okay. <laughs> Maybe so. it was
2: Pease. Pease, thank you for switching McMahon to McMahon. Uh, Of those, so I think I think Francois Rachelot is a leading candidate there. Um, I believe he's first in touchdowns right now. Uh, if I pull up the stats here, I believe he's first in sacks. Uh, and his just ridiculous speed uh it, it leads me to believe that he's going to end up being the leader in sacks by by season's end mm-hmm. um and just again his just his pure speed his shiftiness uh will give him yak yards on a one yard hook or uh blowing teams over the top with his uh with his uh, with a 40 bomb Oh you said yak yards Ugh,
0: yards after catch yards yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the it's like the classic the biggest pet peeve of mine is ATM in the media. machine? No, oh, they, in the media. In the media, when they go, we got NFL football coming up next. NBA basketball action. Well, dude, like you're, you're being redundant now at this point. Why NBA action? NBA oh, basketball. Oh, okay. NFL football. Like, dude, you said it. Yeah, like, but it's a specific brand of football. Anyway, it's a CFL football. It's but a they, three, all it's they all say they're, they're redundant. Like NHL yeah. hockey coming up. Do we know it's NHL? You don't just say hockey at the end. It's redundant. Anyway, carry on. We but got a PSA it, it, announcement.
2: Yes. Oh. I thought Let there was the an actual. No. Yes, I know. But yeah. I thought there was an actual announcement coming. Uh, so Francois Rochelleau actually is fourth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh fourth in sacks right now. Actually, Julian McLaren Thompson leads uh, the division. That's not a surprise uh, whatsoever. Um, so maybe he won't reach Julian McLaren Thompson, but he'll reach double digit sacks. Uh, that's. I can almost guarantee that. Uh, and being the number one receiver right now with 10 TDs and 345 yards, give me Francois Rochelot for your two-way player. Um,
0: Rochelot has had a good season. Uh, Gisley Lexley is the guy that I might put my money on by low. His stock is low right now, and, and he could, it, it could rocket up the, the ranks Fair yeah. with the last few games left on the schedule. And if he does have a convincing run of stats and wins to add to that, I think he's your two-way player of the year. I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on to Coet 3. As of right now. Yes. The two fairies to get the first round buys are who? Why is this a clip segment? I don't
2: know. Eagle? You're not supposed to read that part. Yeah, I don't care.
0: I didn't read the part. He did.
1: Hello, I, person making this clip. I apologize for the edit job you now
0: have to do. Yes. Okay, so I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> Oops, that kind of segment. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, I'm gonna go drink team and thunder buddies. Those are the two teams that I've been impressed by in Coet Three. Uh, they're <laughs> they got some good, good weapons on both sides of the football yeah. here. Terry Bablis is the quarterback for uh, um oh my god, that's th- Thunder Buddies. Thunderbuddies Buddies. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. Thundercats and not Thunder Buddies. Yeah. Uh, very good um, quarterback play for uh drink team is uh, I think it's trying to figure it out now, right? Alex Roel is a good guy. Well, who's the quarterback, Daryl Dorsley? That's the thing, I think they're gonna figure it out, right? But like, is it, it's, it's by committee and just who's present yeah. at the field Perhaps. that day?
2: Like, uh, and while both are decent quarterbacks and definitely enough to win you and be atop the division in co at three. You need stability at the quarterback position. Build chemistry with your receivers. For sure. Uh, So I'm a little worried there, but continue.
0: Yeah, I think those two, but I think Dream Team can really put up points. And when you look at uh, Thunder Buddies and how they are, uh, they've gotten better game by game. I think Terry Babylon Club has done a better job at quarterback for him for his growth at that position, especially on one leg, given what he suffered. But he's got a lot of playmakers surrounding him. That helps in terms of his uh, confidence to grow at that position. And... I think those are the two teams I'm thinking that will get the number one. I'll get the first round buys going to the playoffs. I'll go. I'll go with
2: two. I'll go with one team that's the same and one that's different. Um, while I did say that drink team need to find stability at the quarterback position, I also did say that they are good enough to be leaders in division with either of the quarterbacks, yep. especially with either if it's not one or the other you put the other at, at receiver and and they're just as effective if not more um at making a playmaking and and getting uh first downs and, and getting touchdowns um but it's erica mangini magini uh she's one of the best female uh players in the in the division so um drink team for me very solid overall as a team uh my second team fast not furious three uh um, I I I do see what you're saying in terms of an attack in Thunder Buddies, but they got exposed on by, on their defense right. by one in niners. Uh, if if the minute someone has enough speed, uh, someone like Luca uh hands and size and speed and Alex Ble, they got exposed. They they let. Forty-five or or more so, uh, and Terry's not yet at the position where he can consistently score forty-five or more. Oh man, I'm gonna hear
0: from Terry on Monday. All hey, right. uh, you don't think I score forty-five or more? That was he,
2: he can do it in a game, but can he do it four rounds in a playoff? In a playoff, I'm round? gonna hear from Terry
0: Babylon Club.
2: Whereas whereas that rotation at quarterback with Drink Team, Ryan Dobbs Garnett now quarterbacking in uh division d he's getting as many reps as he can where he can uh and being the full-time quarterback for fastball furious three sur- has surrounded himself with great weapons right yeah. you got alex noel uh you got Oriella uh, poirier uh justin Gauthier. sometimes is uh here in and out of the lineup uh alex laroche very experienced you got diana james landry Xavier Couture, uh, him too, he's, he's kind of in and out of the lineup. Maybe he's going to reach that five games played. Um, but like I was saying, Diana James Landry, now their core of women are, are very solid. It, that was always the knock on Fast and Not Furious 3. Lorian Bouchard uh, have all proven to be very key contributors to the offense and the defense. And that makes uh, Fast and Not Furious 3 a very dangerous team. All,
0: all right, and right, 5-0. The next question, you might have a better answer grip of this because you know it better than I do. Uh the clear cleft fair to win best female player of the year in div- this division is who? Is it Olivia Sormani or Erica Magini? So both have actually put up very uh um
2: very consistent and very uh top ten, top fifteen worthy numbers in the division. Uh actually um Olivia Sormani of uh, of Pig 6 is actually just pulling that up here the internet. Uh, uh you can that on air by the way. 15th. Yes, you you say it all the time god damn it. Uh 15th in the PC uh, does. Yes, great. Then you, I'm sitting in the peasler seat here. Yes. Um she's 15th overall with five touchdowns and her 228 uh catch uh yards. Mm-hmm. 17 receptions, though, on 28 attempts. I've seen a couple of those drops. Uh, she could easily be at 300 yards, six or seven touchdowns right now. So if she can even, uh, you know, make uh, 50% more of the catches uh, based on the drops. Yeah. So like three or four more receptions. She could be at 300 yards, six or seven touchdowns. Uh, and er- But for me, really, the answer is Erica Maggini, especially having seen her play this past Monday. She's versatile offensively as a receiver, defensively with key interceptions and sacks. And they put her in at quarterback because of the score, you know, how, how the score went where they were up so big. She threw like a, a beautiful touchdown strike. So I'm like, what? Like out of nowhere, she's rising out of the ashes, like, yeah. uh, becoming the next uh, Rachel Barriere. But a, a triple threat really in co at 3. So to me, it's, uh, it's Erica.
0: All right. On to Division B. Um, there are, well, now the question should have been changed, which I apologize. I should have done it before. Okay, so you had Beers and Browns at 5 1. Uh, below that, Poseidon's Kiss, Bless, Mangoose at four wins. Then you had B Ambush. So we'll look at B Ambush as the two teams to look at here. Do you think one of these teams can be a threat to the top end of the division? Of course. Uh, both are. This division's insanely competitive
2: uh, from, I'd say, the six or seven seed above. Uh, I really think any one of those teams can beat any of the other teams on any given night, uh, and and purely one or two mistakes can cost you the game. And even that's that even rings true with Joe Meyer in the B Raves. Yeah. You wouldn't normally think that, but with a new receiving core that seems to be switching every week. They can't get, like, a consistent roster to show up and and play for the B-Raves. When, like, he just seems a little off, and he can't seem to run his exact same Braves offense. And for me, it's especially on the extra points. Joe Meyer is he going for one or for two,
0: Mocon? He's going for two all the time.
2: He's going for one every single time with this team. So, it's just little things like that, that, like, it just doesn't look like the same team. So, Yes, even Jean-Maier will make one or two mistakes, perhaps, in this division. And so, really, the division's wide open, and that's what makes it really so, so fun.
0: Yeah, I'm intrigued, and I know you have the Ambush question, which we'll talk about now. So, we'll come on to two as one. Um, Ambush, you know, they're they're starting to run out of games again, right? Because they're at seven, along with Mangus. And they may not be a top three team, but they're a team that I don't want to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think they are in a position where their strength lies in the supporting cast of what they have. James Drysdale, Kevin Donnett, uh, the Sumerian brothers, James O'Han, uh, who has only played two games so far. So yeah. he'll need to run it and get you know, the final three to be playoff eligible if he's going to do so. But they have probably everyone pretty much – sh- the submergers will hit uh, the five. They need yeah. two more to do it. But the, James O'Hane will be the guy to watch out for if he can. I think he's, he replaced early on when the submergers right. were still suspended. Yeah. Right. So their defense, that's the thing, though. Can they create turnovers? They have not done as much. They only have four NTs through seven games, and that's not going to be good enough against the better quarterbacks in this division. But I'll be curious that – the ambush squad will be the one to watch out for. B we know who they are, what yeah. they are. You mentioned before, as you illustrated before, again, changing the whole uh, um, geometry of going from one to two. But ambush is who I'm watching out for. And now you mentioned ambush okay. in, in our notes here against Mangoose. Oh, what a game. So explain to us what happened with oh this. Oh, my team. God. Just absolute barn burner. It was like a boxing match.
2: Punches left and right, sucker punches. There were uh, score for score, just 40 yard bombs driving the field. Fourth down attempts where uh, Nick Schaefer's running around in the backfield, scrambling, uh, cha- Nathan Corleau tra- chasing him down, uh, throws, heaves one up to the middle of the field of Marvin to get the first down. Uh, just absolute barn burner of a game. What type of boxing
1: are you watching? Because yeah, there hasn't been an exciting boxing game in like 30 years, essentially. Like yeah. Boxing match. Oh, what are oh, you
0: describing? Uh, uh, name one. I, I can't, but... Andre Ward, he had a good couple of fights okay. there. will yeah. do Lomachenko's had some decent fights too. There was just he's a great fighter, Lomachenko. There's just I like him a lot. Are you a boxing fan, Nico? Uh, eh, but like back
1: and forth, like KOs, sucker punches, and everything that hasn't happened. No, but forever. But there was
2: like ele- there was electricity around around this game. Like it was just. I mean, I sure hope so. Yeah, the yeah, it's not uh, what
0: we <laughs> want at FPF.
2: Um, So, in in the end, um, Mangus come to tie up the game forty apiece. Um, leave, ambush, five plays remaining. They score. uh, Phil Roberts, really, one play, drives them all the way down to the five-yard line. Um, Two plays remaining, and Benny McMahon, uh, quick shovel pass or quick hitch pass to Kevin Donnett, easy score. Uh, Ambush go up 46-40, and Sean Submergen for extra point one, all alone, front cone, drops... A relatively low ball near his feet, but no one around him, no, all, absolutely all alone, drops an extra point convert here. So they are 46-40 and leave one play to Nick Schaefer, who I believe in this division is the team that you do not want to leave one play with. I think Nick Schaefer, other than Kevin Wyeth and perhaps Joe Meyer, I think Nick Schaefer's the best Hail Mary thrower of a football in FPF. Outside again of Kevin Wyatt and Meyer. his the number of times I've seen him throw a hail mary and just let his guys go up and get a ball, whether it's, it was James Drysdale back in the winter and fall seasons of the past, or Marvin Steinberg in this one, another hail mary completion, Marvin Steinberg, and one on James Drysdale this time. So very, very turn, uh, strange turn of events there. And Mangus get the extra point to win a thrilling 47-46 to 46 game. It was just an absolute treat to watch. No, no one could do anything. Of course, Everyone knows what's go- going to happen with Tomas Kutsu, and no one can stop it. Another 116-yard performance, 11 receptions, 4 touchdowns. You know what he's running. It's three routes, and no defense can seem to stop him. If you're Ben McMahon, how pissed are you? You yes, literally you, go almost you, perfect. It was, it, no, it was a perfect game. I told him the only thing you did wrong... Honestly, you gotta trust your defense. You should have, you you could uh, not should have. You could have thrown the last ball to the ground and win and score on the last play of the game to leave Nick Schaefer zero plays.
0: Well, congratulations to Tomaka 2. five hundred career receptions. Oh damn! Wow, five hundred career receptions.
2: And uh, you, where does that rank in the records book? Uh, if you want to just take a look at that, I will look at while it right while now. I ask Eagle. Eagle, is there is there a team that you would like mean, how many how many teams do you need to
0: throw the oh ball away? God, nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere near anyone. <laughs> what's the what's number ten? Let's put it this way: receptions. His five hundred would be one fourth of what Jad Reedy has at two thousand fifteen.
2: Oh. Yeah, he's, not, he's nowhere close. <laughs> nowhere close. Yeah. Dang. Um. Yeah. So the number of teams that you would want to leave, w- you, that you're comfortable leaving one play with, or that or that you need to like drain all the plays and score on the last play. How many teams in this division are you comfortable leaving one play remaining with?
1: It's it's hard to say and actually as the game is evolving as a defensive captain, I'm starting to look at last plays like one plays very differently because right now the way that people have played it is you send a rusher, right? And then you just force them to try and throw the ball early, but most of the time it doesn't matter. If the ball's in the air anyways, and yep. then it's just jumping for the ball. And I'm starting to consider mm-hmm. the Don't pressure on the does the pressure on the quarterback actually change anything in that situation? Right? Like if you have one more person overloading your end zone, they're gonna run. Great, that's what you want. They're gonna throw the ball. You can actually have enough time to establish position if they're pin if you're at your ten. So putting pressure on the quarterback doesn't. Actually do anything, and having the
2: extra defender might actually help you. Okay, so— You didn't say it, but did you just say not to send a rusher? For last play, one play left. I'm not totally—I'm not against that. Okay, so— What does the rusher do?
1: He forces the ball to come out early, but the ball comes out anyways.
2: It's going downfield. They have the arm for it, so who cares? Well, you just said the last thing. If they have the arm for it. But they do. At that level, they do. Like, Most, none, of these, mostly, te- none yeah. of these teams here, I
1: would say, like, oh, yeah. Like, any of them, if they're down by one score with one play left, can put the ball in the end zone, and that can be a game over. All right? Right. Yeah.
0: It's very simple here, guys. Yeah. When it comes to Hail Marys in the end zone, teams don't know how to defend it properly. Simple as that. Well, Something you it's don't know how
1: to defend it properly is that the ball's high in a spot, yeah, and yeah. everyone collapses towards ball, it, right. and random shit happens. And yes. so it's coming yeah. to the point where I'm starting to realize... The overload of your players versus their six, players six versus gives five. you the advantage in that situation. Yeah,
2: This will be interesting to see if uh, anyone applies your logic here, Eagle, in the coming weeks.
0: All right. Uh, speaking of logic, EZW at 1-7, are they done? If so, who's the second team? Hold on here. Who's the second team that is has most trouble missing the playoffs?
2: Yeah, so right now, right, EZW in last place there in the 10th the poll. Um, yeah, who's who's that second team? That That's really in trouble. Is it run at once? Is it beer belly? Is it silent ticklers? Is, be, it, be, is, it, is, it, is it ambush? For you, yeah. it's not ambush. No, right? I think
0: it's beer belly. would be great. Uh, I know the Brian D'Rossi, we were impressed by him last week. I think he will help them. Not enough uh, uh, bandwidth to kind of get this team going the right direction. I think this team misses Fafal and what he brings as a elusive quarterback with his feet and the ingenuity of his arm to really make a player, too. I think Beer Belly Brigade is a team that I'm going to circle us to watching out for. I think sign Ticklers will get out of the red zone and get themselves back uh, into the green territory. Yeah. I think Running Once will figure it out, and I think Ambush is fine. B-Razz is fine. Yeah, but Beer Belly Brigade is my team that I think is in trouble going towards the final five games of the schedule because what they have left on their schedule as I get the schedule up up and running here, as it takes its time, and I don't know why it's taking this time so, for. Well, Beer Belly. Uh, I think offensively I, – I,
2: I think adding Jason Rossi is – is it, it helps them keep their season
0: alive. So who do they have left? So you're going to lose to Beers and Browning. Okay, they're going to lose to you guys. You're going to lose to Blessed. Son Tickles will beat them. That's the game they have to win, which they won't. Ambush, the lose, and B Raps. Not going to the next that's, five. That's tough. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, all schedules are tough. But. Yeah, so. And keep in mind,
1: EZW has B Raves and Run It Once left on their schedule. And they basically need both of those wins to stay competitive because one won't be enough because there's a three. And if not that, they will have the worst
2: points against. Now, I'll give you this. Last night, uh, Blessed played EZW, and EZW had a lead with about six minutes left in this game. It was, I believe, twenty six to twenty, or 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 it was a tie game, twenty six twenty six, with about two minutes left. Uh, Easy W couldn't punch it in. Uh, or I, sorry, I remember this. The Easy the went up twenty six twenty. Steve drives the field with about four minutes left, goes for two points uh, to go up by, uh, converts it to go up by two, uh, and I think I mixed up my scores, but it, that would have made it twenty eight to twenty for Bless uh forcing easy EZ, uh, easy w to drive the field, they do, but aren 't as comfortable as blessed and Steve going for two in my opinion it, you could really tell they was taking an extra ten seconds in the huddle and and ultimately don 't convert but they gave blessed a run for their money, and I wonder if and, and blessed just seemed a little off like they they seemed not as invested in the game as as when I played against them, for example, or when i've seen them when i've seen Steve play against Joe Mayer. I, I could you could tell they were playing down a little bit to E Z W and and but credit to E Z W they they were doing everything they needed to to stay competitive in that game. I I wonder if other teams maybe play down to them and and, and they they shouldn't be overlooked in those games and and if they're in it in the last. Two minutes of the game,
0: anything anything can happen. Yeah, I think in terms of the blast, they, they had a bit of referee switcheroo, and they weren't really in flow right away. There was a whole bunch of uh, scheduling conflicts right. that happened, so right. that might be the thing. But, again, I, I think Beer Belly Brigade's a team I'm going to circle moving forward. I think they're in trouble going towards the final five yep. games. Okay, women's. Um, so the big story is that Rochelle Valier is hurt. She got hurt in the first five minutes of the Red Nation Supernova game, which they lost. Supernova crushed them. Uh, Chelsea Britton to selfie Rand slants in the red zone and with great time and execution. Okay, so now we look at it this way: um, Red Nation could be they're, they're going to make the playoffs. I think that's that's a foregone, foregone conclusion now, Iggs. But the loss of Valier for who knows how long—we're not sure what the situation is right now. If she's out long term, does that hurt their chances? If it's short term. Are they okay and can they survive until she maybe get, gets back left towards the blouse if that's the case to be? Look,
2: in the short term, I don't see them winning many games without her. So that could drop them all the way down to the seventh seed, which I believe
0: Bitch no. has it right now. Yeah, Bit, which bitch got clobbered by Lipit Miette. Yesterday. Yeah,
2: so Red
1: Nation have the Rock, Blue Thunder, Lip Miette, and BIT left on their schedule. Yeah. The one thing I am absolutely worried about is they have 74 points for, of which half of those, yeah. because the six touchdowns plus, I'm sure, a few extra points yeah, if I go to converts yeah. here. Yes, exactly that. One. Uh, literally half their points are driven by Adesha Valier herself. So half your offense has dried up overnight, yeah. literally.
2: So that, that puts you at like 6 to 12 points per game, yeah. no, like, like you're, max. You're in trouble. So yeah, you're you're definitely in trouble. Maybe that keeps you competitive in the the BIT game. Maybe if your defense
0: can can hold. No, BIT's got some players yeah. on that team. So they got a pass rusher on that team. Sorry, they got a pass yep, rusher on yep. that team for the that they played the Miet yesterday. Let yep. me get the name. So I correctly give her the proper sure. uh, kudos. Um, yeah. Kudos here. Uh, the pass rusher, she had a marvelous game yesterday. Uh, for what she did for them, as it gets the numbers uh, up here, Maria Manseri. Mar- yeah, Mar- uh, Maria Manseri. she yeah. is. If they when they play she's Alex Sobel, she's going to be problems. She's good, Sobel. yeah, yeah. She's I, very
2: good. I, I've seen her play. Yes, with uh, Athena Ryan last yeah. year, and uh, yes, she's 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 very good. She poses a lot of problems. So yeah, even that one where you know that's their chance to to get another victory, get their third victory on the season, late in the season. I, yeah, that's going to be a problem. So they could fall all the way down to the seventh seed. Uh, where they would have to face Supernova again, the team they just faced off with. Yeah, the, you did you catch it. that game? I do not. No, no, not. it was Right on Sunday. Right. Yeah, um, yeah that that didn't look, uh, you know, great, great for them. No. If that's a glimpse of what maybe their first round playoff matchup would be, it's not looking good for them. Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh, greatness, the uh, Petit Miette beat uh, bit thirty two six. They're starting to come on. Yeah. Uh, MCV starting to come on really well. She had a bit of a slow start out of the blocks, but she's played very well. Uh, Marie-Pierre Delpe is a great receiver. Yep. Uh, they That ingenuity, that rapport they have is second they be, Yeah, they can yeah. be blindfolded and they'll still make plays, right? And, you know, Athena Ryan was still out of the gates. Uh, we mentioned Mancira before. She had a really good second half. Um, that's the one thing about – they had to be a little bit better, more alert in terms of the first half, which they weren't, and they just fell behind 26 nothing, couldn't catch up. And um, I just think that the Petit Miette are sneaking up their ladder here, Iggs, and they are going to be – they're peaking at the right time, maybe a little bit too early here, but they're peaking at the right time to really fortify their top four standing going towards the playoffs. Um so, do you mean by uh, bits awareness?
2: Do you mean like their like game awareness or like? there's a little
0: bit of aloof coming out of the blocks, right? Yeah, you, know, okay, you gotcha. can't be against uh, you know uh, MCV. She's a really yeah. good quarterback. Yeah, uh, you know, intense, but she's very good at what she does, though. Yeah,
2: and even you know, even the game prior to uh, the their victory, thirty-two to six over a bit. Uh, you, I don't think I would have predicted a thirty-three to twelve loss to Sub Zero. Keeping sub zero under fifty points is an accomplishment in my opinion, and to even put up twelve against that, that Olympic sized uh, uh, roster and, and team in sub 33 to twelve is you know something to hang your hat on, and something to me that you were looking for uh, Leptimiet to show improvements uh did they not play earlier no they didn't play uh if if they had they played sub zero game one the uh, of the season I could have seen a sixty to six score line sixty to to zero thinking it was a, a forfeit or something yeah uh so to 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 only lose thirty three to twelve and then to show i i you know what I think having played that game and then play having played bit to get two days later really served uh them in in a in a great way to play such a high level of competition and then to uh to play a lower caliber team in, in bit and and really turn the tables you know the way sub zero did to them mm-hmm. uh it's, it's you gain learning experiences out of those losses and and I think uh MCV is, is is one of those quarterbacks who can learn and you know is is learning even within this season um
0: Maya DeFazio Of X and X. Yeah. Four TDs, 12 INTs, 902 yards passing, um, 86 of 220. Is her head coach, Gino DeFazio. 220 passes? That's a lot. Yeah, well, it's women's, right? Women's, you have more passing than you do in men's. That's a lot. Look at the other quarterbacks.
2: No one's attempted that, and no. she's played six games. Yeah, um, That's a lot of it. Her Gina, arm must be
0: falling off. Is the DeFazio ruining the confidence of Maya DeFazio? And what tips would you give Maya DeFazio? Because she's, she looks like a headless chicken out there at times who does not have the confidence to be a quarterback. So I haven't seen full games. Uh, maybe you have. I I've have. seen
2: have. here and there. She can throw the football. She can throw it. Now well, she is she did. making the right reads? Is she? Uh, I, I, you know, I've seen some balls where there's double coverage and, and throwing it in, right into double coverage. Uh, so there could be question marks there. But as a na- kind of like Gino, as a natural thrower of the football, she can throw the football. She she get and, and like with touch, with a spiral, with power. Uh, like it, it it can get to where it needs to be. The thing that would need to be worked on is uh, is just reading the field, reading the defenses. I was talking about this with Eagle. Uh, one of the things I learned quickly was don't look at your receiver. Look at the defense and see what they're doing. And then kind of have a general idea of where your receiver should be. If you're running a five out, you should have a general idea of the depth at which they're running at. Right. And this is where quarterbacks get upset that – People are running 10 outs instead of five or, or even seven yards when, when you get in the higher divisions. Uh, so to read the defenses, really look at the defenses and not at your receivers. Uh, and I think early on, it's just drive the field. Put the, the ball in your receivers' hands. Let them make the plays. Once they, Your job is to get them the ball. Get them the ball on a two-yard out, on a two-yard hook make the play designs and now I'm combining a few things here but make the play designs allow you to hit a 1 yard hook and and if they take the 1 yard hook away okay well then have say a 10 out over on top of that so that if a defense crashes on the one hook have a 10 yard out or maybe an uh, for for maya maybe a 7 yard out right have a high low concept uh so reading defenses instead of your receivers uh Hit the quick the quick stuff. Flag's all about hitting the, the short stuff. Girls, guys, we all miss flags. So get them the receivers or balls and then play design to open up once those uh, underneath routes are taken away. And, uh, and, guys,
1: Gino's been coaching for a while, right? Yeah. The, besides obviously playing he, on his own teams, being on the bench for some of the men's teams, coaching in co-ed, coaching junior, and now coaching a women's team. And so I trust him to be able to figure this out and bring in new subs to win games. <laughs> yeah, he will.
0: He will. He definitely will bring subs. What a setup! <laughs> he's got. He's got. He's got a farm team of subs out there for sure. All right. So in Women's Two, you have a bunch of teams, th- seats through three through six. Uh, that would be the Petit Miet, Wolfpack, Red Nation, Blue Thunder. If we had a tournament with those four teams alone, who's coming as the queens of the manor? Well, given. And we'll, we'll use the rosters of today. So,
2: given that Red Nation has lost their centerpiece, um, I'll, I'll just rank them. Uh, or, or, you know what, tournament. So, if uh, after a round robin by, uh, a round robin uh, set of games, I would go uh, Wolfpack one, Leptimiet would come in second place, uh, third place, Blue Thunder, and fourth, Red Nation. You'd then have. Uh Wolfpack playing Red Nation. Wolfpack would win that to go to the finals. And gimme Le P'timiette to go to the finals against Wolfpack. And it's a close one score game, but I'll go uh Wolfpack to to win that little tournament there.
0: Yeah, I think Petimiet is my team. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Gonna, uh, I have
2: them in the final, so I see that.
0: Yeah, Red Nation, Booth Thunder uh, kind of tilled off a little bit here. Petit Miette, I think we win the four-team battle here. I think uh, they are clicking at the right time. They, uh, they can been, score. They can definitely score points here. It's just know? their defense. They've let out 141 points. Yeah, so. I think they'll figure it out the defense uh, sooner than later here. But I'll take the Petit Miette. So right now, Sub-Zeros is running with, with uh, Division One. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit last week here, Iggs, but uh, right now— Well, are, are they really running away with it? Because Waz, I mean—
1: Besides the one game they've lost, their points for has been close-ish. Their points against has been actually better than Sub-Zero at the end of the day and everything. So it's not that they're running away with it, just that when you look at the field, Sub-Zero is by far the stronger team, at least from what we can see.
0: Yeah, look, I've seen Watts play a couple times now. Uh, They're good. They're good. But Sub-Zero is legit Mortal Kombat. Sure. Yes. They they are. What, what's hold on? I'm I'm liking it I right mean, now. It, looks it looks good, eh? Mk1. It does look good. Uh, this can you use a refresh my memory? The, here? the better Mk for the record. Yes, yeah. yes thank you very much. <laughs> um, the last the character. The can you, you say finish him? Yes, uh, the finish last him. boss. No, but can you say it? Finish. Yes. Him. <laughs> finish. Him. The last boss, in Mortal Kombat, the original one. Which one? With like the original one. With like the, the original arms? one. Yeah, Shao Kahn. On. That's his name, right? Yeah. Okay, I forgot his name. Kahn. Yeah. That's that's who Sub Zero His distant relative. Yeah, just relative. That's who they are. Finish him! Finish yeah. him. Anyway. Okay. Yes, yeah, so when you see... Th- the guy Was- with the broadcast voice
1: is not doing it. Yeah, I know. No, I
0: know. I I know. Care less. I'm preserving my voice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good, uh, good thing you're
1: not with Bell or you definitely would have been cut today. <laughs> uh, it's, that's a tough day. Tough day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag too soon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you've seen Wasp play, yeah, uh, who's quarterbacked? And have they had both quarterbacks on the
0: field? Um, when I saw him play last week in the rain, it was and, uh, the, uh, Cadarec, who was a quarterback. She's a good quarterback.
2: I'm a was, was uh, man, her name always... Bronsard was not there. Emmanuel Branson. okay. She was not there. So, I saw them on Sunday morning in uh, the beautiful outdoors of Loyola. It was uh, very hot they, that day. It was hot, yeah. Uh, they had both players present, and to my surprise, uh, Emmanuel Branson was not the starting quarterback uh was uh, Andrean uh, Cadaret. I think they should go Bronson.
0: Oh, she's a better option, yes.
2: Now, it's fine if they go with Cadaret, but then if they want to beat Sub-Zero, they need a lot more double quarterback plays. Like, you've got to play to your strengths. and uh, Emmanuel Bronson, if you can just trick in the middle of the field, trick Sub-Zero with an unexpected double quarterback play, uh, I think that could just give them that extra push that they need. Uh, to beat a team like, like Sub-Zero. Play to your strengths, right? Right. Uh, so I think they need more double quarterback plays.
0: And that can really screw up teams, right? But I think Sub-Zero is just there's the machine. Yeah. They are a machine uh, that has an engine that's not been discovered yet. They're, they're kind of like Max Verstappen right now in the F1. That's what they are. They are like an F1 engine right now. It is F1 weekend, right, it in is Montreal. Is Montreal. So was is Perez, basically? Yeah, pretty much. Sergio Perez, exactly. It's going to be a wet one in Montreal, huh? Probably. Oh, it sucks. I don't know. I feel awful. Is
2: that what WAS stands for?
0: No, they told Leo Gervais. I didn't pay attention.
2: Oh, they told Leo? I, I, yeah. yeah, I didn't catch. Uh, I didn't I, didn't pay I don't... We, uh, someone asked me to say, like, what does WAS stand for? I'm like, I don't know.
0: They told Leo. Weeks yeah. of supply. It's a KPI oh, in
1: retailers.
2: Oh, God. No, God weeks of supply. Oh my God. Right. Work order system. Also. Okay,
0: <laughs> it is now time to recap oh, Division oh, C. Oh, yeah.
2: oh Mo, there you're catching the viewers off guard.
0: Yes, Division C. Yeah. It is the taking the bullets bowl game here between Hot Sauce Sports. The what now? Taking bullets bowl game here. You're taking bullets for peas, right? Yes, I was. You wanna,
2: you wanna, you wanna once again uh, say how you took bullets for peas with, without peas here.
0: Uh, I was a coward for not defending the <laughs> idea that teams should be up in hard divisions when they got cracked. The pre- previous season. So backyard boys stick on uh, HSS. Yeah. Um you were there. I was there. So break down the uh Taking Bullets bowl game here. So both quarterbacks actually
2: didn't have their finest of games. Uh a lot of of missed passes, uh again from both quarterbacks, dropped balls mm-hmm. uh from receivers as well. Uh probably hard to uh hard to catch balls look for me i you know not many people know me more as a receiver but i was a receiver first um uh, if it's in the vicinity of you and with by that i mean if you can reach your arms around you you should catch the ball right and perhaps peas had to put you know balls in a particular spot because of of uh the pressure that GM was 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 putting on him or uh a specific angle that a DB was taking that I I perhaps didn't have from the sideline but um made made tough throws uh for receivers to make catches but I expect certain uh receivers to make those catches so uh key drops on both sides of the ball uh key especially on key downs um Justin Blanchard playing uh i playing against a man defense in, uh, in Rich Humes. Right. Uh, Pease wasn't able to hit the post to, in, in front of Justin. So Humes was able to bat that one down on fourth down. Uh, uh, Chadwick uh, unable to come up with a big fourth down conversion on fourth and two, fourth and three on their own side of, of, uh, of the territory. And when Sean Abram needed to hit the deep ball and when Pease needed to hit the deep ball, Sean Abram did with Derek Fontana, and Pease couldn't. And that was really the, the keys to the game. So you're saying Pease to the bullets then? Pease took the bullets to the chest. Not to the forehead? No, 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 no. He's fine. He survived. He's just to the chest.
0: You're taking the bullets bowl game. Yes. Wow, 39 passing attempts, eh, for Peasey. Yikes. That's standard for that's Pease. Yes, that's a lot. He
2: told Sean Abram he should be
0: in Division D. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure those 39 passes uh solidified uh, why he should be in division D. Uh look, I, I think backer bullies give them the benefit of the doubt to be in this division because yeah, they should not be they they
2: should not be in division B. They are no, definitely they're definitely not a division B team. They're not. They having se- really seen them play. Look, at the end of the day, what did we have? We had a 5 uh, they were they were undefeated five and zero I believe going into the game, playing against a one and four hot sauce team, and no one was able to fully take control of this game. So, what does that say about backyard bullies? To me, it says that they've had a r- relatively easy schedule up until this point. Okay, but that's, that's not, not their fault. It's not a true. I yeah I that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying they're not a division B team. I'm saying they're 6-0, and but are they really 6-0? and Like, their schedule's been easy. So, and 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 in a, it was a one-score game against a 1-14. Like, let's look at the facts here. And, and so, do I hear a false king statement? It, that's what is. I'm saying. I think it is. That is what I'm saying.
0: They got Diane Bush up week, week
1: 10. Oh, they're getting
0: cracked. Okay. They're getting no, cracked. I
1: mean, I need a graphic of Sean Abram with a crown. It'd be hilarious. We can do that. Or a jester hat. I like Jester better, I think.
2: Diamond Bougie finally – well, not finally, but they put – they finally – I want to say finally because if, if there's another Diamond Bougie Kiss My In-Law team, they put a roster that's better than mine and are the favorites in Division C. Okay.
0: I, I we'll find out. I think the schedule's not their fault because it's a very big division of 25. Yeah. So it's a random order, right? So this is what they were given? Or what? is it? <laughs> no, it is. Scheduling. Yeah, you look at like your cough preferences. Okay, among the two win, te- two win teams in this division here, you got repeat offenders, Derry burst top season, infantry, LBB, never overtime, flag, fools. Um, is there someone on the green side of the standings right now at two wins that could drop into the red territory? The two win teams? Yes. Uh, yes. Next question. Like yep, There's Cena's in trouble. Like you, you're going to say, yeah, they are in trouble.
2: I'm going to go with uh, LBB. Uh I think all the other teams um, top season I don't know how they're 2 and 3. That is not a 2 and 3 team. Infantry I'm not worried about. Although maybe you could make a case that you should be worried for Infantry. Uh Dirty Birds and Repeat Offenders too much talent to to not make the uh they'll they'll stay in the green for me it's LBB.
0: I, I think right now Top season, I'm a little bit worried about right now. Um, they just been inconsistent with the roster. It's, yeah,
2: that's. But when
0: their full rosters there, they're one of the best teams, and and not yeah.
2: not just because they beat me. They're they're one. They're really really good. They're yeah,
0: really good. they 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 worry me right now. Of can they be more consistent now than sure. where they were in the middle part of the season? And I I, I circle them as being the team that I could drop out. LBB had a glorious chance to go uh, to three and four in yeah. the season and kind of skunked it. Oof. Yeah, but I think in terms of that notion, top season could be on that uh, on that list. But I think LBB could be the one that drops out, and we see either Flag Fools or Never Overtime jumping back in for number twenty.
2: Their offenses in Never Overtime and Flag Fools will just keep them in games. Flag Fools, I think, have uh, had just a really brutal schedule. Uh, because they're putting up thirty plus points every game, and that, you know, sometimes even hitting forty, that should win you sixty to seventy percent of your games, right? And right now they're just they're just getting beat because teams are putting forty seven or fifty on them. So they they've really had a tough schedule. So I'm not too them too. They can kind of work their kinks out mm-hmm. by uh, by just outscoring their problems, uh, and never overtime. Uh, starting zero and four have now won two two in a row by again. Uh, just their offense and putting up their points uh, with Ryan Karouf and uh, now adding Nikola Piatmas to the mix uh, as he's back in town. Yes,
0: he is back in town. Uh, okay, Junkyard Dogs—they've won two in a row. They took out Commission, they took out Infantry. Uh, they're three and three. They got four games left. They got all Madden Top season Air Force one point one point two and Dirty Birds. So I think they can go three and one in that schedule that they have. Have they found their footing? to put themselves in that top 10 discussion of the division where they are now going to be a threat going towards the final four games plus playoffs?
2: Well, they started the season one and three uh, and have rattled off two wins in a row, one against the commission last uh, Thursday. I caught a bit of that. Uh, and you caught the game against the infantry yeah. at uh, Stade de Montréal. Yeah. This is a really, as a roster, name-wise at least, and even talent-wise, like they should be a top 10 team in Division C, with Jason Rossi throwing the ball, he can dissect defenses. With Chris Brockwell, one of the more reliable snappers uh, in the division, uh, again one of those prototypical doesn't look fast. Uh, Give it when you when when you look at him up front, um, given his uh, his his height and his and his uh, his large stature, uh, he's quicker than than uh, teams most teams realize. If you don't know him, they have a good blend of. Older vet- veterans and the young, youthful exuberance of guys like Justin Gauthier and Auriel Poirier, guys we mentioned in Coet three with uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, I think it's a it's a good, very good blend. And even Rashawn Perry, right? So you have that higher division level talent, the the experience, the youth, the the athleticism. It's it's a perfectly combined. You have height, you have speed, you you have a bit of everything with this team. And to me, it is a top ten team. It's just can their defense come up with big stomps uh, at the beginning of games? Because uh, they had to pull out a 30-point comeback against LBB in order to, to get one of those wins early on in the season. Uh, can their defense put them in positions where the offense is already expected to, to put up points to really put them in a better position to game
0: manage and, and really be w- uh, two scores instead of one score up on teams? It's all on Aurelio Poirier to be the guy for them. He is a, a destroyer on both sides of the football. He's a mismatch. He's a mismatch problem for opponents on on offense when he's a receiver. He just wins his 50-50s. Yeah. It's like you're guaranteed. He can be he can be blindfolded with one arm tied behind his back, yeah. and he will catch that ball in style and profile going in for a forty bomb. He has made it so much easier for Jason Ross's office to evolve and become more dynamic for what he brings as a field stretcher and being able to open up things for the underneath stuff here. Um, I also think that with this roster, Justin Gauthier at that position yeah. of 2A, he's also, uh, you said it perfectly, a youthful exuberance that brings this roster that has been lacking. Rashawn Perry's good. He's got to be a little bit more firm in, in picking off the ball. He could have ended off the game on a pick on a INT in his own end zone, which uh, was not the case. But they end up winning the football game. Right, right. But now with four games left here, three and three, they can easily be six and four going to the playoffs here. Um, borderline top ten team, but Oriello Poirier is the guy that I think will be the key to this team. He is the passport to victory for them. And if he is the guy that's going to be snapping that passport. Uh, they might surprise a few teams going to the playoffs and maybe be a, a late participant in late July, early August. Can you stamp your own passport, though? Yeah, you can. Okay. I know people have done it. <laughs> it's not legal, though. It's not. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, McGruff. Thanks. Uh, only you can take a bite out of crime. crap. Uh, <laughs> all right, on to Division D. Uh, this is your question here, uh, Iggs. It uh, is. About billi- roster building and who you would take in Division D. So you were talking about building a roster. If you take one player from offense, one player from defense that can play at the next level, say Division 2, maybe Division 1, or even Division 3, um, who you got for one offensive and one defensive player from this division? Yeah, so this is kind of a like rising stars
2: segment here. Uh, and given the the Jeff Rosenblatt and even my uh, you know the scouting abilities of uh, of the higher division uh, quarterbacks, always looking to see who's the next diamond in the rough. Um, so for me, uh, give me uh, give me Ivan Desjardins. He can play uh, in the higher divisions. I'd say well, he
0: has already we do three with uh, Drunkard dogs.
2: Three yeah. junkyard dogs. Yeah. Okay, well then, fine. Then uh, I'll go with Emerson Peterkin of X Men. He's one of those rising stars in FPF. Whether it's a uh, quarterback position, uh, receiver, DB, I think he could. Maybe he won't be on a starting roster. Uh, on to start, but if he's your 6th or 7th guy uh, I think he can enter the rotation and not be a liability uh, I think he's a playmaker uh, on both sides of the ball he can get you maybe that, that one interception that, uh, that turns the tides, you know, manning up on the 6th or 7th best receiver on on, uh, on an opposing Division 2 or 3 team. Um, so, that's one player. I- I'll give him more the offensive uh, touch. Um, for defense,
0: do you have a name for... Yeah, let me, uh, you think of your defense? guy, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. offense. Uh, Nicholas yeah. Vaughn is one of my favorite players on offense. Um, him too is already playing Division C. He's had a cup of coffee. He's had yeah. a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in terms of like Division 2, Division 1... Uh, the kid gets it. He's smart out there. He may be a little bit lean in terms of size, but that doesn't uh, deny him the ability to make a play on a football. This is offensively, right? Yeah, offensively. And I think he's a guy that with his size and with his maturity as he physically grows and gets better at this game here, I think he's a guy that I would build around as my draftable player for an offensive uh, weapon to use at in Division D. So Nicholas Fawn is a guy that I would look at moving forward. Defensively,
2: uh, if I'm Jeff Rosenblatt or so, uh, I'd be looking at uh, one of the big fat bat players, uh, Ryan McNally. I don't uh, know
0: if you can count him. He's a McGill defensive back.
2: Currently leading Division D with seven interceptions. Starting bench warmer.
0: Okay. So
2: I, he could be the starting six-man and six-man award. We should get a six-man award in uh, in FPF, uh, although that's just the basketball thing. Uh, so, yeah, if I'm Jeff Rosenblatt, I'm scouting uh, Ryan McNally on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, like I said, uh, has already... Seven picks, two of which he's taken to the house. Uh, Five PDs, you know, turn two of those into interceptions. Uh, He's uh, close to nine or or double digits there. So uh, give me Ryan McNally to eventually perhaps play in uh, the higher
0: division. Yes, Eagle. Mo, what bench did you ride when you were younger? Uh, I rode the one that you rode on. What? gym class. The bench warmers? Yeah, that's what he is. I
1: think we didn't actually make the teams. So yes. Mo's just taking shots because he's having fun with it. I'm
0: having fun with it. indeed. I actually had to get a good line for you, but I didn't want to see it on air. I'll see it to you off air. <laughs> <laughs> it might revoke my invitation. Let's put it that way. Uh, the guy that, that I that I would actually—he <laughs> just got it. <laughs> Eagle's done for the day. Classic. <laughs> he's done, Eagle. Uh, oh God, we're gonna be far from this. We don't care, we're not gonna be here to fall anyway. We're gonna be all gone, literally, all gone. Breaking
2: <laughs> news Rob selling league to Bell.
0: <laughs> um, Ashton Miller is a yeah. guy for Stallions. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't yeah. play many games because he has uh, his Queen's commitment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if he played a full season, this kid's a, a real deal. Yes. Like, he's really good. Yes, I yes, think he can play yes. division two easily. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of him, really good player, great size. Uh, both ways, uh, t- offense and defense. But um, he definitely has that ability. I mean, he had four INTs <laughs> in two games. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. If you prorate that, I mean, this kid is gonna have twenty for the season, right? But yeah. that's not gonna be the case now. But Ashton Miller is a guy that I would definitely uh, be looking forward to if he does if he ever comes back to playing here on a full time basis of, of a of a team commitment. Right. That's the guy that I would pick uh, moving forward. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of those big fat bats, they play uh, every inch counts.
2: I believe tomorrow, Thursday. Is it? Yes, yes.
0: yes. Uh, so if Zeptel sees this, you'll have your Nike stuff.
2: Yes, that's true. Matthew yes. yeah. he will. They listen like right before their game. Yeah, I, and, like, know. Yeah. I know. They're big fans yeah, of us. I know. Nah,
0: nah. I was like, "All right, cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, they look up to you, Mo. Apparently, uh, they do. All right, so like a big game coming up here for um for these guys, your big fat bats. Um,
2: this is actually kind of a rematch of the semifinal in the winter five A. This is essentially Big Fat Bats versus Rico Riders. Yeah. Uh, who played at Stade de Moral uh back in the winter.
0: Yes, that's right. So every inch counts against uh Big Fat Bats here. I'm trying to get the schedule up here. Where is the game? It should oh, be Laval. There we go. Yeah, found it. Yeah, Laval too. That's right. I knew it was in Laval coming up. Okay, so the keys to this matchup here, both teams are kind of within the same area code of where they are in the in the uh standings right now. But what does Big Fat Bats have to do to take out Every Inch Counts in this game here? Because Every Inch Counts is a really good team uh, that's starting to peak at the right time. Score more points than them. And Big
2: Fat Bats have absolutely been doing that, as uh, outlined by Will Power in his article. Their last four games, 46, 42, 55, and 48 points. Uh, You're not losing those games. Uh, unless your defense is going to give up 47 43 56 and 49 which by adding uh the two-way player himself Joe Morghese, uh Ryan McNally as we uh as we said can play uh in those higher divisions um even adding Michael Caporelli just for one game this past Sunday morning maybe uh he plays uh look no they're going to score more points and they're going to score Forty-three points, and gonna let up twenty
0: or twenty-two. That's as simple as that. That's this will be their toughest test because you got Justin Lerner, Gray Costellius, the mm-hmm. Wrangler Darren, okay, Peter Abandonato, if he does play, um, Daniel Caruna as well. Like yeah, he's actually he's he's. If if
2: he's the fourth player you'll name, I'll probably I haven't seen Peter Abandonado play, so I'll put him he's ahead good. of him.
0: He's good. He's a pro athlete. I mean he's
2: a pro athlete, but it, football hockey doesn't translate. I don't know. I haven't it does seen translate. him translate. I don't know. I haven't they, seen him play. Have they, you?
0: I, I don't know. Like there might be like eight Ryan McNally's on the field playing this team. Well, for
2: every name for Lerner, McNally. And give me McNally over Lerner. No, give me Lerner over McNally. Lerner's an interesting case. This is an FPF game, not a tackle game. I understand. Lerner's an interesting case. I find he's he five years ago, maybe five is a lot. Three seasons ago, he was one of those oh my god players that you feared, and and like was starting to play the higher divisions. It kind of tailed off these past seasons. He still has that big gameplay and and clutch playability on like fourth down, but. Man, I've seen these weird drops from Justin Lerner that I never used to see. And, nah, uh, give me Ryan McNally over
0: him to to shut him down in a game. Shut him down. Okay, so this year, 31 for 374, 11 TDs. So that's one touchdown for every two receptions. Um, Green Deal, human Beans, 29 for 291, nine touchdowns. Different offense. Rico Riders, 42 for 472, 12 touchdowns. I'm uh, not saying lungs, he's not an impact player. 30 for 439, 11 touchdowns. Hold on here. Uh, Murray Crown Founder, 38, 396, 13 touchdowns. Yes. Um, he- uh, tough Lungs, 48, 709, 15 touchdowns. That was just about Tell th- me 18 months ago. Uh me out- target loss, 33, ratio. 418 for 11 touchdowns. I'm just giving you numbers here right now. You tough should Tough Lungs, be. 62 for 617, 19 touchdowns. You're probably going uh, back Simon to 2018. Says, uh 46 for 642, 13 touchdowns. Yeah. Tough Lungs, 56, 726, 22 touchdowns. Uh so yeah. plunks, 54, 609, 13 touchdowns. You're um, going
2: back exactly when I was saying that he was so. an absolute monster. And he still is. But the the, the no, time You we are as a hater of no, Justin Lerner. I would take him on my team any day. Eagle, is he a hater? I don't
1: think he's a hater, but it's one thing I to I think he's jealous of him. You you can both like Justin Lerner what? and also be disappointed in yes. the Rare misses that he's having a lot of,
0: which makes yes. it less Both rare. Both of you guys season. are haters. That's exactly haters, it. Haters. I'm going to text this guy right now. I'm going to text out the Wrangler I right take now. him on my day, any team, sure, no, by no, the he, way. No, he's not going to go with you no more. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm just saying, I would take him on my team. He's an amazing player. oh, no, now the I've seen comes him, out. But I've now seen him the on comes key out. third and fourth downs with huge, and I'm talking wide open, sideline, 10-hook, wide open, drop. Why? And then, and then he, he, he's, he's pulling and snagging uh, with being dragged from behind one-handed snags, but drops a 10-yard hook on fourth down. I've seen it too many times recently, especially in recent memory, that it just leaves me like, oh, but it's Justin Lerner. Why is he, why is he dropping that? Put it this way. You can
1: both like eating at McDonald's and dislike their new grilled chicken menu. Put it this way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <If laughs> I'm trying to think something
0: Mo can relate to, but. <laughs> I don't eat McDonald's. Uh, every inch counts. If they were to yep. win against yep. Big Fat Bats, it would be huge. They would jump into the top four. Yeah. For sure. number 11. Yeah. Yeah, right is, now, it's, depending it's, on what everything else plays out,
2: it it, it, it it's a huge, huge game. It's, it's, I, I'd it's say, a say it's seismic a seismic game, bigger game for every inch counts than than for it is for a big yeah, shot of bats. Exactly, I, I
0: think it's a seismic game that can really change the diagram of, of this playoff format. I'm gonna ask the
1: question, and it just yes.
0: comes off stupid. I'm sorry.
1: The injury last was it last night. The night before at uh, Vic, that was not a teammate on every inch count, right? That was another roster? Uh, I correct. think so, yeah. It was okay, on, so there's no uh, impact on this game? No, or no, 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 yeah.
0: no, no, no. Correct. Also,
1: speedy recovery. Hope uh, yeah. that guy's doing well. Yeah,
0: he's doing better. It was a pop shoulder from what I was told. Yeah, But he's back to normal. Cool. Okay, it's now time for top five. Uh, top oh. five of Gen-mo. this division. And uh, let's go into it here. Um, should I go first? Yeah, you go okay, first. Okay, Badassane top five. I'm sorry, Bennett. Okay. You're like number nine on my list. Okay. Ooh, nine. Yeah, they're not yeah. Really good football. Team. Okay. Okay, number five, Penetrators. They are peaking at the right time here. Goodman, the boys, with even those new global gym uniforms that they have, <laughs> yeah. looking fantastic. They're yeah. my number five team. Okay. I think they're rounding into shape right now. Uh, Le Blue Drive. They're my number four yeah. team. They are yeah. running a the guy. And they are running shoe. They are going to bomb you away with touchdowns, 40 yards, variety, and crush your soul by doing that and very good in defense here. Um, X-Men, they are a team that I like a lot. We know both agree, 6-0 right now. Young, but they're growing as we get better and better in this division here. Uh, they can surprise a few teams here, so they're my number three team moving forward. Uh, my number two team, you're going to disagree with this, but I don't give a bleep. Mm-hmm. Francis with Danny. No one talks about this team. They're not sexy. They're not uh, a team that's uh, a Ferrari. They're an F-150 out there. They're going to come and s- stumble and stumble <laughs> <laughs> in the whole nine yards. That's what they they're, are. They're coming, baby. They're coming, baby. And last but not least, <laughs> big fat bats. They're my number one team right now. They look impressive on both sides of the football here. Uh, Ryan McNally, the starting bench warmer, fantastic. But right now, he's up tell he's playing really good football as a quarterback, running and throwing. But I think this is my number one team right now.
2: I think you're wrong. I think in the number five position, you've left out a uh, four and one team, uh, Idaho Uta Pimps. Uh, at the number four slot, um, not that you went with them at number four, but you went with Friends with Danny a little higher up. I'm going Le Petit Carot, who absolutely wrecked Friends with Danny uh, in the number four poll. Number three, I agree. Le Bleu Dry are running gun. Uh, slingers, gunslingers of the football. Their offense is uh, versatile. They can out, they can stretch you deep. They can hit you short. Uh, they can attack intermediate. They can absolutely beat you across the field. Number two, I'll go X Men. Uh, Division six winners uh, have proven that uh, the higher ranks in Division D are not a obstacle for them. And number one, big fat bat
0: oh look at that copycat you copycat. how is
2: that a copycat? copycat you did not put them at number one i did number one big fat bats no you didn't yes i did
0: i said at number one team who was an eagle can you rewind and oh my goodness you didn't know but, but our clip, clip editor can yes exactly i said number one i said big fat bats no you didn't pay attention no you didn't i did <laughs> you did not did you I... write it down you fool! The clip will say it, and you'll be a fool for not remo- remembering that. Their offense,
2: look, their offense is scoring like I just suggested. As at a clip of forty-two points per game, no one's doing that right it's now. A copycat. Give I me, give me
0: big fat, 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 fat bats. All right, on to Division A. Okay.
2: Is this is the last division of the yes, night, Mo. Yes, it is. It is. We're we, doing we, it, in uh, now we're
0: thirty-three. Yeah, we flowing. We flew by. We flowing. We flowing, Mo. Yeah, we flew by. Might be able
1: to go pick up some KFC on the way home. They opened one near my house now. I'm so happy.
0: Are they have they opened a KFC next to you? What's yeah. your favorite? What's your go-to yeah, meal? Because there used to
1: be one on Bobiang, nah. but they closed it down, nah. and then the closest one was in, like uh, like really, 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 really far. And now it's like this one. This one not far from
0: Mickey's house. So I'm sure. It's, right. Nah, it's not good. It tastes like cigarettes. Okay, so what's your favorite yeah. uh, meal at Kentucky Fried Chicken? The family meal. Do they have any vegetarian options at KFC? No, Potato I mean, salad. There was
1: actually they did have like the I can't believe it's not chicken or whatever it was called. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me look at
2: Impossible. Right Something chicken, <laughs> impossible. Beyond nuggets, there was something. Oh, maybe the nuggets. Yeah. Uh, nah, it's not good. It's just not good. You, the, I they think do have a plant-based stuff. They have the Beyond fried chicken,
1: is what it's no. called. Oh.
2: The idea of KFC is better than KFC.
1: Y- yes, but that's exactly the thing.
2: Like <laughs> once a year, I get that
1: craving. I have it, and, and then I'm like, and then I'm you're good. disappointed, yeah.
2: But yeah. then you're disappointed. You're like, why did I do this? This was a yeah. mistake. Yeah,
1: Although it's the only place I can get that weird green coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, the, the plant <laughs> based lime green. Like. Yeah, the
0: plant based uh, KFC there. Okay, um, Jameson's Party Crashers. Uh, they're neck and neck for two and three. That week ten battle could that be for second place? By the way, we're going at this clip. Jameson's and Party Paper. Crashers? Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Uh I wanted you guys to talk about it more, uh, but you didn't, so I will. Uh Fred Dupree has and and so Pease, you know, this is funny. Pease gonna like this. Pease always criticizes you for being a nineties uh media member and that you're stuck in the nineties and that you haven't watched the movie since like Jurassic Park and and his he's now... Oh, are you dissing on Jurassic Park? No, I'm just saying that's the last... Anniversary. I'm just saying that's the last movie Moe's, like, watched no, like, I, and, and I hasn't saw, watched anything. I, I Continue, I can, but no, tread I saw lightly. Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Tread lightly. I'm not going see the Flash. Pease is stuck with the idea that Fred Dupree is just a gunslinger and throws it, chucks it downfield and does nothing else. So he has not seen the, the new and improved Fred Dupree, who has been safer... With the football, yet still taking the timely and smart deep shots downfield. He's throwing the ball away when he's under pressure and under duress instead of throwing it into very tight or double coverage. He's simply throwing it out of bounds over the receiver's head, living to live on third down and fourth down to gain the, touchdown, uh, gain the first down, get a touchdown. He's playing at a much smarter, more methodical, yet still takes his deep shots but again at a at a uh, at a more game managed approach uh so i absolutely and it shows it's it's showing they're four and one they have 220 points in five games that i believe prorates them to the highest scoring offense in division a right now and the defense is coming up when it needs to so at least with like one key stop not in every game, but in in a game where they need it, they need to come back, and more than coming back, like I'm saying with Fred Dupree, is that they haven't often been down in the game, and he's it's just I'm I'm super impressed with his game management portion. He's taken the next step
0: in, in, in his FPF evolution, and it's it's one of the main reasons they're four. Okay, so the referendum for them will come in the next two games. They got all stars and Braves.
1: The referendum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Was in the 19- Who's voting? Yeah.
1: You um, really are stuck in the 90s, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> told you.
0: The, the referendum will come in the next two games, right? <laughs> it's a common term, you fools.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people making a decision
0: collectively. Yes, exactly. What well, people are making us? a decision? Us. us. We will have a better I already idea, made up my mind. But we'll, We will have a better idea in the next week on whether or not they are a legitimate threat to be number two team or, or just the rest of the pack. Because they got All-Stars coming up and they got Braves coming up. Yeah, I okay. uh, fine, agree. So, so we're uh, we're putting it to a vote. Yes, we're yes. putting it to a vote. We're going to find out from a style points of what you're trying to say that Fred is a lot more cleaner as a quarterback now than where he was before. So and the defense is playing better. Now you go up against Kevin Wyatt, the top <sighs> hitter of the division, yeah. and how you're going to face against him outdoors in Laval on Thursday, and then you got Braves who are now the chasers of trying to get up to the number 2 spot if they can.
2: So he's made he's made the step up in like i like i mentioned and suggested he's making that half a step up to improve and clean and play a safer game now we're asking him in the next two games to play the perfect game which i don't think he's there just yet but he's he's approaching it he's he's getting into that conversation but for we've seen it time again how many times have we seen where a quarterback has scored more touchdowns than Kevin Wyatt and Jermeyur, and are losing the game by eight or ten points. It's crazy the amount of times I've seen it, and he needs to be score more. T- he needs to score more touchdowns than Kevin Wyatt and Jermeyur, and
0: outscore them on the two point converts. And I'm not sure he's there yet. Well, that's going to be the key, and he's got to do it on Thursday against the, against uh, the All Stars. And that brings it to that. I know we kind of previewed the All-Stars uh, James, uh, All-Stars Party crasher game now. But if you to put your money down today, who gets second place? Crashers or Jamesons? I think it does come down to that last game of the season. So you're saying Brazen uh, will not catch up to the Jamesons or Party Crashers for number two. Correct. Yes. And the Jamesons, man, what a
2: roster. What, what an absolute roster. They're going to... I think they can run the table. I think the Jamesons can win the next four games. And
0: Braves, yeah, crashes, bless up.
2: Yeah, I really think they can, like, like I just said with Fred Spree. I think Jeff Rosenblatt with this roster can have the same number or more touchdowns than Mayer and out duel him in the two point battle for to win to win that matchup. Uh, so I think they can run the table. So give me Jamison's stand-up uh, in the second seed. So it's
0: Jameson number two seed. But, again, the referendum will be out on Friday Crashes the next two games because you have All-Stars and Braves and how that will play out. Okay, so No Regard right now, Hashtag NR, they play the most games in Division One or mm. Division A at seven. They're three and four right now. Are you confident that they'll be in that strong position to be in a playoff spot because they're starting to run out of racetrack and oh. guys are starting to do get hurt, not be available now going towards the final three games for that team? No, they're
2: safe, I believe, from, for a playoff spot. So they've got Party Crashers, Rayam, KGP. Uh, the thing with NR, one week I'm like, oh my God, what a monster of a team. It was the game against Braves. They had a 26-6 lead over the Braves. Yeah. Now, as the Braves do in Braves fashion. Uh, oh wait, NR won that game? Sunday? At yeah, Brossard. they did. Huh, okay. That's not how I remember. Maybe I'm thinking of another. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Blessed was up 26-6 to on Braves. Mm. Um, yeah, the NR won that, that game against Braves. I was very impressed with NR. I'm like, this team... Can pull off the major upset in a one-game playoff scenario, uh, and that. But then the next week, I see them get absolutely ripped by Kevin Wyeth. Which, it's Kevin Wyeth, so I get it. You, but they were. The point being, they were, I believe, up on Kevin Wyeth, or like with like they were going to score for score when uh, when they had their, their 24 points, uh, and then all stars just blew it out of the water near the end of the first half and in, into the second half. So you get that double-edged sword with NR. You get the, oh, my God, what a monster of a team. And, oh, well, hmm, there goes that game. So they're a week-to-week kind of match-up-dependent team, in my opinion. And not just matchup dependent They're they're dependent on how they show up that night on right. any given night. So I think they lose to Party Crashers. Man, Royam Luminar has been killing teams, by the way. So I think they that one's close, but they lose it. And I think they can... Out, out muscle, uh, KGP, because th- this team is just uh, not just all muscle, but they've got that muscle and the yeah. speed and the speed to 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 match what uh,
0: Corey Perry, uh, Cory Pecker, Corey Pe- Corey Pecker likes to run. I think they get one more win. I yeah. don't know who that will come against with the Crashers, Royal Lumiere, and KGP. Yeah. But with four wins, they make the playoffs. Four wins, they make the playoffs. Here but you three, go. you know, they play the most games. They're going to be a little bit idle now. They're not going to play for about two weeks till June 26th um, from the June 11th game that they had on Sunday. So they're off for pretty much 15 days. And then it's a bit more spread out here. So they don't really control their fate in terms of where they are. Star City can get going. Bless can get going and maybe catch up to them and maybe drop them down. But if they get one more win, I think they're safe to get yep. in the playoffs here yep. going forward. So it'll be quite fascinating to see how this plays out. It is now time for... Games of the
1: Week.
0: Yeah, it's oh, one of those weeks. Yeah, it is.
1: All right, let's go through these. We're going to try and do them reasonably fast like we always do, and then we fail miserably.
2: Yeah, because you don't do Thursday <laughs> games. Thanks.
1: We're going to start with Division E, cover three inches long. Ben, don't break. Why don't I hear the music? Cover three. You don't? No, we don't have no. the music. You should. We're not. No.
2: Okay. Oh well. Uh, I will go cover three as well.
1: Did you hear the music for the intro at the beginning? Yes. yes. Okay. So I haven't changed anything. So just you. Okay. Uh, Ramfins, pasta Arabiet. Uh, pasta boys. Pasta. Texas Wales, Hill Marty's.
0: Um, what, Marty's. Yeah, Marty. Meat lovers, not you two. Uh, meat lovers. Oh, not you two. Sorry, not you two. Sorry. Uh, you never know who's gonna be there for not you two. So
2: give me not you two. Show Me them TDs, Area 69
0: uh, TDs uh, TDs
1: Timberwolves, Bloodline
0: Bloodline
2: No, Timberwolves
1: Texas Chooches, Les Habitations Bear Chooches
2: uh, I'll go Chooches
1: And Hail Marty's, Satrial
2: Marty's Hail Marty, 2-0 oh.
1: Coed 2, Deep Balls, Kiss My End Zone uh, Kiss My End Zone I can't pick it Pig 6, Street Runners Pig 6 uh, Pig 6 The IG Team, Les marchands de Vitesse IG Instagram
2: Fit Squad, the rookies. Uh, fits. If Bruad is there, Fit Squad. If he's not there, the rookies. Deep balls, vultures. Uh, deep balls. I will go tie game, tie game. The rookies block party. Uh, block party. I'll go with the rookies. Vultures,
1: never too late team.
0: Uh, vultures.
2: I'll go never too late.
1: Beef tends the IG team. IG. IG over divisions 3 tigres kamikaze uh kamikaze uh tigres fast not furious 3 michael scott's tots fast not furious fnf Le crevette thunder buddies thunder buddies thunder buddies one niners we love big tds uh, one niners i'll go one and niners big six catching w's big six big six tds kamikaze drink team uh, drink team drink free agents Le crevette free agents crevette i'll go Free agents i'll go crevette Dream Killers One and Niners One and Niners uh, One and Niners And Le Strouf Fast enough Furious Three Fast enough Furious Number Three Division B Beer Belly Brigade Beers and Brownies Beers and Brownies Lots of beer baby Can't pick it Silent Ticklers Poseidon's Kiss Uh Ticklers Uh Yeah Ticklers B-Raves Easy W Uh B-Raves B-Raves Run it once B-Raves Run it once I'll go B-Raves Beer Belly Brigade Blessed uh blessed. Blessed. Run it once. Blessed. Blast. Uh blessed. We're gonna go division women's Wildcats the Rock. Uh the Rock. Ooh, that's a good matchup. I'll go Wildcats. Sub Zero, Blue Thunder. Sub Zero. Sub Zero. B I T Supernova. Uh, Supernova. Uh Supernova. Uh Supernova. X and X. Touchdown for what?
0: Touchdown for what? Mm,
1: I'll go touchdown for what? Red Nation, the Rock. Rock. The Rock. Blue Thunder, X and X. Uh Blue Thunder. Thunder. Division David C. Thunder. Top season the infantry. Infantry. I'll go top season. Hot sauce sports, killer rays. Hot sauce. Hmm. Nope, killer rays. Green munches, repeat offenders. Munchers.
0: Uh
1: repeat offenders. Mengoose, diamond bougie. Diamond Bougie. Diamond Bougie. Flag Fools, Trap Stars. Trap stars. Flag Fools. Diamond Bougie, game
2: changers. Bougie. Uh, diamond Bougie. High offense in that game. Uh, hot Sauce Sports, Primal. Uh, hot Sauce. Primal. Les Bleu Brailleur,
1: Flag Fools. Uh, LBV, uh, Flag Fools. Fourth and Schlong, Dirty Birds. Good luck. Uh, with the Injury, Fourth and Schlong. Never Overtime, Sharks. Uh, sharks. Sharks. Backyard Bullies, Bible Study. Uh, bullies, uh, Bible Study. The Infantry, Kiss My In-Laws. Uh, uh, the, uh, kiss My In-Laws. I can't pick it. The Commission, Repeat Offenders. Uh, Repeat Offenders. Uh, Yeah, Repeat Offenders. Never Overtime, 4th and Shlong. 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 Division D, West Island Boys, Longhorns. West Island Boys.
2: Yeah, West Island Boys.
1: Stallions, Born in the 80s. Uh,
2: Stallions. Good good matchup, Born in the 80s. Dilf Gang, Every Inch Counts. Every Inch Counts. Uh, Every Inch Counts.
1: Blues, Le Renard Vif. Uh Renard Vif. Yeah, Renard. Les Petites Carottes, Save the Turf Dolls. LPC. LPC. Idaho, You the Pimps, The Rude Sax. Idaho. I can't pick it. DNE, Friends with Danny. 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 Blitz Sisters, Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats. EFB. Riders of Rohan, Studs R Us. Studs R Us. Studs. Les Renards Viff, Balls Deep. Balls Deep. Renard. Save the Turf Prime Time. Uh, Turtles it's Turtles Every inch counts Red Dragons Dragons
2: uh, Red Dragons, yeah
1: Friends with Danny West Island Boys uh, oh. Danny Oh, that's a good one
2: One point victory for West Island Boys Bandits Le Blue Dry Blue Dry, you going to crush them Yeah, LBD Le <laughs> The Penetrators
1: Riders of Rohan the Penetrators <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Penetrate <laughs>
1: Been localizing too many strings recently Idaho, Uta Pimps, Banzita Hunsick. Idaho I can't pick it That's Why so like... serious? Longhorns uh, Longhorns I'll go Longhorns And lastly here, Division A, KGP, All-Stars All-Stars All-Stars, All-stars. Royaume Luminaire, Star City Star City Yeah, Star City Bless Up, Star City Star City Star City's gotta win Braves, Party Crashers Braves and Party Crashers and the Jamesons, Royaume Luminaire. Jamesons. e Jamesons.
0: That's our games of the week. All right. Magic words, please. Good night. Hey, check it. Florida uh, reminder, Panthers. Good night, Florida Panthers and Miami Heat. Sorry, night. South Florida. Night. But you got Leo Messi. But a uh, reminder, check uh, out your games played. Yeah. Check out the playoff schedule.
1: Check out our Instagram for clips from this show because it's fun to share them with your friends and comment
0: on them and tag people. Exactly. And (laughs) that's (laughs) it. That's all. Good night, South Florida. Good night, Spider-Man. All right. Good shit.